Grace, mercy, and peace are yours from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Tonight, I'd like to take a journey with you to Monday Thursday discussion that Jesus had with his disciples. And as he speaks words to them, the instructions that he gives them, in the middle of those instructions is one that stands out, this new command that Jesus gives. We think about that word new tonight. I think about a ploy, I suppose you could call it, that advertisers and companies use to, to get you to continue to use their product. They call it new and improved. From soft drinks to spaghetti sauce to diapers, things are always new and improved, aren't they? But you get what the advertisers, what the company is trying to say, don't you? They're not trying to say that the old was bad. It's just that they've made it even better. Tonight, as Jesus tells us about this new command, he speaks of it in that same sense of making it even better. Tonight is Monday, Thursday. And I know you understand what the word Thursday means, the day of the week, but do you remember why it's called Monday, Thursday? Why that word Monday? Monday Thursday is named because of the command that Jesus gave. From a Latin word, we get our English word mandate, that idea of command. And right in the center of this command Thursday is the new command that Jesus gave. It's found for us in John chapter 13, verse 34. Here's how Jesus said it. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. As we look more closely at these words of Jesus tonight, this new command that Jesus gives, let's, let's look at these two points that Jesus is driving home. First of all, what, what it is, what this command that Jesus is telling the disciples to do is all about, love one another. And then why it is new, why Jesus puts a new spin on something that wasn't brand new. As we think about these words of Jesus, he's taking us to the upper room, the upper room of that house that the disciples had gone to prepare for Jesus and his disciples to eat that last meal together before Jesus went to his death. They were celebrating the Passover, that Old Testament festival that had come about when the children of Israel left Egypt and the angel had passed over the houses of the Israelites because their doors were painted with the blood of the lamb. This whole account teems with drama. We read some of it a little bit ago in chapter 13, the early verses. Jesus, first of all, does something incredible for the disciples as they arrive for the evening meal. He washes their feet. Yes, Jesus, their Lord, their master, their teacher, humbles himself as a servant and washes the dirty feet of his disciples. But his surprises for the disciples don't stop there. As they're eating the evening meal, Jesus actually institutes something very, very special. He tells them that together with the bread and wine that they are receiving, that they are eating at that meal, they are also receiving Jesus' body and blood, a celebration which we know today as the Lord's Supper. Prior to that meal, Jesus also made some predictions. He talked about the fact that one of the disciples would betray him. The rest of chapter 13 points to the questions that were being asked by the disciples, questions that were then voiced to Jesus. Not I, Lord, right? It's not me. You sense the drama as 
Jesus' life is coming to an end and all of the hatred for him is coming to a head. So why did Jesus tell all of these things to his disciples? Why give them all of these different instructions? Well, he's preparing them. Jesus wants his disciples to be prepared when everything goes down. He doesn't want them to panic. He doesn't want them to forsake what they had seen in him over the last years of his ministry. And so his teaching, his instructions are to bring the disciples clarity. Yes, they were going to be confused for a little while, but they would look back on this night, look back on these days with Jesus and understand what he was doing. So let's shine the spotlight on this new command of Jesus. Love one another. I'm sure if you know that there are different words for love in Greek, you could guess what love this is. This is that selfless love. This is the love that gives without expecting in return, an unconditional love that shows itself in actions. No wonder why Jesus continues, love one another as I have loved you. Isn't that the exact kind of love Jesus had displayed to his disciples, washing their feet, that selfless love, a love that didn't think of what was in it for him, but but was a servant of others? Jesus actually said of himself, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. That's the kind of love that Jesus was looking for, love that shows itself in action. Every so often in our world, we get a picture of God's love. He, he masks it, some people have said, in, in the form of love that other people have for us. You might be able to see it in the love that parents have for children or children for parents and grandparents. A spouse has for their spouse. The coronavirus has certainly brought out some good things in people too. Haven't we seen the masks of God's love in some of those who are treating this illness? The picture that you have on the screen is is some literal masks that cause bruising to the faces of two of literally probably thousands of others who have been in the exact same position. And why? Because they are selflessly serving fellow human beings, putting in long hours and long days, putting their own health at risk, their very lives in the service of others. What a picture. What a picture of the love that Jesus has for all people, that selfless love that Jesus put his own life in danger, at risk, and even died to give you and me the life that we need. Maybe you've asked yourself, well, how how could Jesus call this a new command? Isn't it something that was already written in the Old Testament times? The answer is yes. It was an Old Testament command found in Leviticus chapter 19, love your neighbor as yourself. It was that truth that Jesus repeated and reaffirmed, validated for people of all time when he summarized the two tables of the law. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind and love your neighbor as yourself. To maybe dig a little bit deeper into why Jesus is calling this a new command, we need to know that there are two different words and make a differentiation between those two words in the original Greek language that can be translated new. There is a Greek word for new that means new in time. It would be the word that we might use when we said, well, tomorrow is a new day or this is a new shirt. But that's not the new that Jesus uses here. 
The new that Jesus uses here has a little bit different meaning. It has the meaning of new in quality. Going back to how advertisers and companies show you that their product is even better than it was before, we could use the phrase here, new and improved. Jesus put a new twist on an old command. I found somebody who wrote the idea of this word new in the original language this way, not like this before. It's never been seen like this before. And so what made it so different? What made Jesus be able to say this new in quality, this new and improved love is what I want you to show to one another? Well, it's all about what Jesus has done. It's all found in Jesus loving us first. You see, more than just washing the disciples' feet, Jesus went even further. He took himself all the way to a cross where he was nailed, nailed to a cross for sins that he didn't commit, but for your sins and mine. Yes, it was Jesus who gave up on that cross the very body and the very blood that he then offered to his disciples and offers to us in his Holy Supper. When we look at the cross, when we see the love of our Savior, it reminds us that we are loved. It promises and assures us that we are forgiven, that Jesus paid the price for all of our sins. And it tells us that God has made us his very own, his own children and heirs of eternal life. It's in that love that God has demonstrated to us that he wants us then to love each other, not, not in words, but in actions. Actions that reflect the love that Jesus has for us first. Actions which are selfless service, putting others ahead of ourselves. Oh, we know how hard this is. And that's what makes the cross so important. My failures are already forgiven in the blood of Jesus. And that blood of Jesus and the love that he shows me is my impetus. It's my motivation for wanting to put into practice the same love that Jesus has for me. So how do we do it? Look around. Look around at the people that God has placed in your life, those who are close to you at home, when you get to go back at work, right? Those are the people that God has placed for us to serve. Asking ourselves, how can I show Jesus' love to this person today? How can I show Jesus' love to the people that God has placed around me? What opportunities has God given me to love others? That's how we love like Jesus loves. Asking ourselves those questions. You might know the next verse of the text, what Jesus says to his disciples. He says, Then people will know that you are really my disciples when you love one another. When we let Jesus' love fill our hearts and lives, it spills over into our words and actions so that we love and people see who Jesus is by that love. A couple of takeaways from our Monday Thursday message for you this evening. First of all, number one, Jesus demonstrated unconditional love when he washed his disciples' feet and died for all people. The greatest proof of Jesus' love, an example of Jesus' love, his love for us, for our forgiveness, look no further than the cross. And then secondly, Jesus' love for us moves us to love others as he has loved us. Yes, when we think about the fact that we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus, he's also created us to serve him, to show our love for him in the love that we have for each other. 
Maybe you've heard some of the stories connected to the coronavirus, but I, I read a story last week about an elderly lady who was sick with COVID-19 and they were going to give her a respirator to help her deal with the, the, the pain and the suffering that she was going through. Do you know what she said? She told the doctors to save that respirator for other people. She said, I've lived a full life. Give it to someone who has more years ahead of them than I am. That's pretty selfless love, isn't it? A small picture of the selfless love of Jesus. Jesus once said this, Greater love has no one than this, than he laid, that he lay down his life for his friends. That's what Jesus calls you. And that's what Jesus calls me, his friends. And that's exactly what he did for us. Laid down his life. We're forgiven, we're loved, we're heirs of life with him forever. When Jesus gives us his new command to love one another as I have loved you, with God's strength and Jesus' love filling us, we strive to carry that out. Let's let people see who we are and who we represent as we love one another. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Will you please join your hearts with me as we pray? Heavenly Father, you have gifted us with love beyond anything that we could imagine. Jesus selflessly came to this world. He took on our sins on that cross, and then he died for those sins, making full payment, a payment that is assured to us by Jesus' resurrection from the dead. We pray that you continue to fill our hearts with that love. Remind us who we are to you, Lord, loved children of God. And then fill our hearts with that love so that we can show that love to others. Watch over us, Lord, as we continue to serve our, our time uh, here in this life, uh, looking ahead to the life that is to come. In the midst of the coronavirus that we are facing, we pray that you continue to give us patience and wisdom to come and help us to look for ways that we can serve one another in Christ-like love. We ask all of these things in the name of our Savior Jesus. Amen.